Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Winning Edge talk show. This is Vishwanath, your host. I'm a sports psychology coach and counselor. I've authored the book, Success Mantra in Sports. It's a common sight these days during family functions and social gatherings. You see kids pestering their parents for cell phones. The reason they want to play video games. Kids love video games and they are very good at it. It is during the later years, they take to more serious gaming, wherein they play the games alone or with a group of friends for fun, enjoyment and entertainment. But there is a different kind of gaming where there are more than one player involved where teams are formed and competitions takes place. Spectators are involved, sponsors come in and put a lot of money and there's a lot of prize money to be won during competitions. Now, this kind of serious commercial activity has come to be known as electronic sports or e-sports. There was a time when people used to frown at the idea of uh, computer games, video games, or uh, whatever you call them, for different reasons, but not anymore. Esports and gaming has come to be now recognized as an alternate profession and a career option. Now, but still, there's a lot of misconception and myths surrounding esports. To debunk all that, I have with me an versatile and a smart computer businessman who knows e-gaming and e-sports like the back of his hand. Without much ado, I would like to invite Mr. Prince Goel to the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Prince. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Vishnath. And thank you for the kind words. Thank you so, so much. Nice to have you on the show. Uh, to speak about Mr. Prince Goyal and his connection to uh, gaming, uh, Mr. Prince is the managing partner of the gaming PC company, Compasco. Uh, Compasco builds uh, some of the best uh, systems money can buy. They are involved in making um, PC uh, for uh, uh, gaming and they also do a lot of uh, dealing with the hardware. Mr. Prince Goyal is also the co-founder of Glit Zone, a gaming cafe, which has two branches in Bangalore with a gaming seating capacity of 50 seats. So let's begin the talk show. I have with me uh, Mr. Prince Goyal. Mr. Goyal, how big is the gaming industry in India in terms of its popularity, sponsorship, and the world standing in esports? Um. Well, see, if uh, you look at the numbers uh, and the projected numbers, uh, the in terms of projected numbers, the gaming industry is going at a massive rate and is expected to exceed as an industry. And this is just India I'm talking about uh, by roughly 12,000 crores by 2023, which is just three years away. 
so in terms of the total money involved it's it's a vast industry and uh, when it comes to the global outlook i mean the gaming industry is bigger than hollywood some people are at times astounded by this fact but uh, uh, that's the way things are the gaming studios uh, some of the gaming studios publishers like rockstar studios they are they are bigger than most of uh, uh, i mean uh, movie houses so gaming industry is growing at a very very fast pace perhaps some of i mean one of the most uh, fastest growing industry in india right now oh, very nice to know about that uh, gaming and esports in india is still to be accepted in totality there are a lot of misconceptions mm-hmm. and insecurity among parents what is the situation now and can you demystify all the fears in the minds of people um see look uh, gaming is uh, generally attributed uh, as you said i know by a lot of people to addiction and some by some to laziness and yes younger minds are easily influenced and they do not know how to moderate the consumption uh of such content and and honestly there is misuse of everything in this world uh, at the end of the day what i would say it is the responsibility of the parents to understand games or anything really their children are interested in and educate their kids about it for me personally gaming is the most perfect balance of mind and skill i mean uh take example of chess chess is very popular in the country i mean isn't that perhaps the most lazy sport you can play there is very little physical movement uh, just about moving the pieces here and there but it's a game of mind and again it's a matter of perception see there have been documented benefits of gaming improving cognitive abilities in a child uh, gamers generally have higher iq than an average person better coordination and better multitasking skills so at the end of the day it's i would say uh the fears are unfounded and anything a child is interested in uh it can be something which can be misused but uh, it's the responsibility of the parent to learn and educate their children on the things that they are interested in okay oh i think the these um, this clarification from you uh, will blow away a lot of fears and misconceptions and put a lot of uh, uh, parents in a most uh, relaxed and positive uh, frame of mind looking at the esports okay and yeah that's what we hope for uh, yeah. honestly uh, okay. with the current scene okay we have read a lot about uh, e- uh, esports uh, uh, reports about children losing their way committing suicide and crimes uh, gaming also was banned in some states after some incidents ha- mm-hmm. have the legal hurdles been cleared in india as far as esports is concerned um see uh, at this point there are no legal hurdles uh, there were case there were uh, when pubg became very popular especially in uh, when people used to play on mobiles uh, there were a lot of cases and again it was an example of people indulging too much and uh, especially kids getting influenced by these things easily i don't know how many people remember this but if you remember there was a show named shaktiman where kids absolutely loved it at the time and there were a lot of suicides because kids honestly believed that if they just dived from somewhere shaktiman would come and save them and that is that is just a kid's mind that works so uh, even today kids think uh, i mean they do not uh, they are not able to relate the real from the virtual world and at times they do things uh, 
which you know lead to like you mentioned some crimes and suicides and stuff but uh, i would again go back to my earlier point that it's the duty of the parent to understand what they like and educate them on it okay i remember when i met you once uh, uh, you tell me about how you involve the parents and uh, um bring the family to become more uh, responsible as far as gaming is concerned about permitting the children into gaming and you you told me that uh, you always uh, uh, you, you need a permission from the parent for a kid to come back from school and to take part right. uh, in a video game and uh, that's right. really responsible you know it's a way real because there is a win win situation and the uh, even the parents are also uh, give the consent they are involved in this ரைட் see i do not know how much uh, governments abroad are doing to actually promote it but they are definitely not doing anything to hinder the growth of uh, esports or gaming uh, in their okay. country i mean if i take example of south korea uh, starcraft is a game which is immensely popular in south korea there are tv shows where uh, i mean uh, the starcraft players come on talk shows and starcraft players are basically celebrities in south korea and uh, i mean they are paid more than some of the actors there so uh, it's basically uh, every country has a popular game uh, sort of an inclination towards a type of game that they like and uh, since there are no real hurdles from the government and uh, overall mindset of people so these people are basically celebrities uh, but i am not aware how much the governments of uh, let's say south korea in china how much they are doing to actually promote it yeah i have read that china uh, is um, giving away land and they are also giving uh, the funding through crowdfunding yeah i mean see, china, china, china is start, building yeah. uh, china is building complete cities also which are uh, i mean dedicated for esports but then again uh, i mean let's not talk about the china model it's it's okay. something which is uh, okay which has been driven by some other uh, you know hidden motive of theirs in the past okay. so i don't okay. know how much uh, china okay. is really doing to help the industry okay. or do they have some hidden motive behind it okay but it all uh, comes down to the popularity of esports going ahead absolutely what is i mean it is it is the, the sport it is the sport of the digital age i mean uh, esports is not going to go away it's going to grow in popularity to the point where it is considered uh equal to let's say some some sports like football tennis which have been there for hundreds of years esports is relatively new and it will take time to catch up but it has the potential to be as big as any other sport in the world excellent i've heard um, that there are, there are competitions all over the world competitions like the world championships uh, what kind mm-hmm. of competitions held in esports across the world and which is the biggest one <clears throat> okay uh so now uh, since you mentioned the term esports or electronic sports uh you have to understand that esports is not just one game for example sports is not just one game sports consists of cricket football and many many other uh, different types of sports 
same way esports uh, every game in esports uh, is sort of considered as a separate sport altogether so if i talk about uh, counter strike uh, counter strike have their own environment of tournaments they have their own fan following and they have their own players a counter strike player does not play uh, dota generally speaking so and then you talk about dota uh, i mean there is a competition called the ti which is a annual event and the prize money of that tournament on an annual basis is more than wimbledon it's like uh, last year it was close to 45 million dollars while wimbledon was plus. so the, these are not small tournaments and uh, uh, in are in terms of prize money at par with some of the biggest tournaments in the world and uh, in terms of india having these competitions we are getting there i mean over the last 2 3 years itself we have seen that uh i mean the biggest prize money being from as low as 5 to 10 lakhs we have now tournaments which are uh, in multi crores now in terms of prize money yes uh, teams outside india are also allowed to participate in it and we being in a very nascent phase in terms of uh, uh, player base and everything uh, none of the indian teams have of won any such major tournament but we do have at least tournaments which are hosted locally and this okay. is a trend which is picking up Okay, Mr. Prince. Education is considered as the best career option in India. Can youngsters in mm-hmm. India make e-sports a career? What are the risks involved? Um, see, if you talk about risks, uh, having any sport as a career, there is there is always some risk, right? If you if you want to become a cricketer, even with IPL and everything present today, it's it's not like it's going to be a stable journey or a stable income. If you are good, you'll you'll get there. Uh, same way in e-sports. Uh, i mean some of the uh, there are many esports teams being run in india right now and uh, most of these players they some draw salary of somewhere between 30 to 50000 right now because again things are in a very nascent phase they are not at the same elite level that international players are uh, but look i mean uh, when it comes to any sport uh, there is always some risk involved and honestly how many engineers and accountants are we going to produce in the country people have to go into uh, alternate businesses people have to go into things which they are passionate about and and at the end of the day there is there is there is always money in whatever field you can excel in so it's all about how much somebody can excel into what they pursue thank you how much of mind is involved in gaming and what qualities should a gamer process to be successful um see uh, in terms of uh, mind being involved uh, there is a lot of uh, again it depends on game to game some games are very uh, mind oriented rather than being skill oriented some games are more of skill and less of mind but there is always some uh, mind involved uh, for example uh, if i take an example of cricket i may be the fastest bowler in the world but if i don't know how to set up a batsman i'm never going to get a wicket so same way in esports as well uh, you have to understand how the game works there is a decision uh, in in a split second you need to make the correct decision otherwise you will end up on the losing side more often than not uh, so i mean it's hard to go into this specifically in such a short session uh, but i cannot think of any game where there is uh, no mind in no and like i said earlier i believe gaming is a perfect uh, balance of uh, mind as well as skill 
for as opposed to let's say a game like chess which is most on the mind side and uh, uh, perhaps a game like football which are more about skill where you are just following orders of your manager thank you uh, mr prince um, since e sports is a multiplayer activity so when you are talking about e sports mm-hmm. now we were also talking about other games you know where uh, this computer gaming is involved but let's only confine ourselves to mm-hmm. the games like pubg dota 2 and counter strike which right. is very popular as far as competition mm-hmm. is concerned uh, since uh, mm-hmm. esports is a multiplayer activity and a lot of cooperation is necessary among mm-hmm. players how do you bring in the essence of mm-hmm. team spirit among them if you look at the team sport i mean yeah. you talk yeah it's a team sport if you look at uh, csgo it's a team of 5 if you look at dota it's a team of 5 if you look at pubg it's a squad of 4 so without coordination between the team uh, uh, everyone has a assigned role uh, let's say somebody is a batsman somebody is wicketkeeper somebody is a bowler same way if you talk about dota there is an off laner there is a carry there is a mid laner every role has its own importance and uh, if there is a lack of coordination if there is a guy who's not able to do his job well uh, i mean if you talk about dota there is something called as map control and you do not have control of the map and then you end up losing the game so coordination in any team sport is is far more important than individual skill and to ensure i mean uh, when we were also running some teams uh, we were running a dota team we were running uh, a cs team uh, it took us a lot of time to basically figure out that uh, right i mean every individual has to work on their own skill uh, but we would have a lot of practice uh, among ourselves among some other teams to sort of iron out uh, the coordination the lack of coordination rather that we would have during certain uh, situation because uh, you miss one you lose the match it's as simple as that so it it does require a lot of practice it's a full time thing you can't say that okay i'm going to play 2 hours a day and i'm going to be a top esports player it's a full time thing you have to practice so we had a we had a very set routine for them and uh, i mean at the end of the day it's a team game and uh, and having five individuals who just play their own thing is never going to bring results versus having a strong team you know uh, the you team have, goal you can for a team goal yeah right so you can have five best players in the world for a particular thing but uh, if they are not fit for the role or if they have no team coordination they will mostly not win i mean at the end of the day sport is about winning thank you esports is said to be very stressful and to deal with this uh, sport psychologists are being made use of in other countries how about mm-hmm. india and do you think uh, a sport psychologist can help the gamers um yeah i mean see uh, in terms of esports being stressful uh and uh, there is there is a stage fright when you get into the match See, practice is one thing any sports person when they are practicing there is no uh, you know there's no fear of failure you are not uh, competing at the highest level there is uh, that competitiveness is not involved and but when you uh, go out there when you are a part of a tournament and when it starts so there are always nerves and that is what at times defines an average player or a highly skilled player from somebody who can become a great player uh um now in terms of how uh, sports psychologists are being i mean for every team uh 
there is a huge backend team involved uh, outside india and it's not just players there are there's a coaching staff there is a support staff and everything exists uh, uh however like i said in india it's still being in very nascent phases and uh, purely from a team perspective because uh, it's a long way to go so it's not uh, viable to run a team by surviving on the tournament prize money and for nobody it's viable at this point that okay we're going to win all these tournaments even then uh, you cannot have such a huge support staff uh, again uh, there there's a constant improvement in departments you just heard the part 1 of my conversation with mr prince goyal a gaming expert more to follow in part 2